I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. All right. Is this for real this time? Is it happening? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast that lost their audio this week and is re-recording their episode from yesterday. Let's test something real quick. We're re-recording today's episode because the audio from yesterday was really bad. It sounded like it was recorded on a flip phone. <laughs> You know that gif of that girl who, like, slams her flip phone shut? Yeah. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it because I want to write a tweet that's, like, um, me writing yet another tweet about pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And then not looking at the replies. At the risk of aging myself here, I do miss having a flip phone. Me too. You could slam it shut. Very satisfying. Yes. Also, texting on T9 is, like, just hits different. Hits different. Like, it really does. It hits different. Yeah. I also try to feel bad for old people that it's like, can you even get flip phones now? Yeah, you can. You can. Get like burners. Okay. Yeah. My stepdad had like one of those um, like DeWalt phones. Oh, yeah. Like black and yellow rubber. You could like supposedly run it over with a stand steer and it would still work. Those are so cool. I know. And then my mom made him get him an iPhone 8. And it was like, for what? For what purpose? Like, why? He's happy. He hates it. He's so mad. (laughs) My deaf uncle has one of those phones. The DeWalt one? Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy that I'm going to have to learn ASL in case my brother does any more deaf. Seriously. I'm only going to have to learn video games on pizza delivery, though. Thank (laughs) God. Only those two signs. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a low effort, high function. (laughs) (laughs) to the point yes my uncle's like kind of deaf but he has hearing aids Mm. but i swear they don't work (laughs) maybe it's like the same maybe he turns them off he does a lot of the time because he gets feedback but it's Mm. like he only gets background noise so he still can't hear you even when they're on damn like it doesn't matter it's like having adhd (laughs) yeah i think he has that too (laughs) I used to fight with my mom so much when I was little because she'd say things to me. She wouldn't be talking to me, but she would be in the same room and then she would say something to me and then I'd be like, what? And she'd be like, never mind. And it's like, okay, if you don't say my name before you start talking to me. How am I supposed to know that you're talking to me? How am I supposed to turn my ears on? Yeah, seriously. My mom does that to me all the time, but usually I have headphones in and she'll just start talking. And I'm like, oh, my mistake. I love I was minding my own. I was doing something. Yeah. I love when I have my headphones in and somebody comes into the house and I'm like, I don't even know you're here. I'm listening to my little Jeffrey Epstein book. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Actually, I finished it last night. The news is in. After listening to eight hours of the book, uh, he is a pedophile. Fuck. (laughs) We cracked the case open. You guys heard it here first on Dumb Bitch Media. It was published in 2016, so it didn't have any of the... But that was after his first case in 2008, right? Yeah. I think the beginnings of the legal trouble was in, like, 1999. There was yeah. a lot of stuff in, like, 2004, 2005. And then uh, in 2016, he did 18 months, and then... Yeah. But I'm sure the book was still pretty, like, 
revelatory at the time, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know how many people like paid attention to it and read it. He was probably so mad about it coming out. Hmm. But then they, re- they republished it, I guess, yeah. when he came back into the news. She had a Netflix show the other day mm-hmm. that was French, but it was dubbed from French on Netflix. So the only version you could get had like English over top. Okay. And then there was also subtitles, okay. but the company that did the dubbing and the subtitles was a different company, so they didn't I match. And I was that. like, I can't watch this, and I had to turn it off. I've stopped watching animes because of that. Yeah, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why can't I just watch the French version of this thing? It's f- funny to um, do like literal translations mm-hmm. if you really think about it. It is, yeah. They never make sense. We're recreating the exact circumstances we were in yesterday. I have a protein shake and a coffee. Mm-hmm. It's important because if you want to be on my podcast, you gotta be jacked. Yeah, that's true. This is a jacked podcast, actually. You, yeah, if you want to come to my house, guess what? You also have to be, be jacked. jacked. Therefore, in order to be on my podcast. You must be jacked. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make myself walk slower. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like I walk too fast and I'm like self-conscious about it. Why? Because you look like you're doing like a little race with your little poles. Yeah. <laughs> I really expose my neuroses on this podcast for the sake of content. <laughs> I just feel like I don't get enough credit for it. <laughs> when I worked for the government, I had to wear like excruciatingly high heels in case we were walking somewhere as a group. Mm. Because if I was wearing flats or even like a sensible block heel, I would just be way ahead of everybody else and I'd have to circle back like a stupid little poodle or something. So you were like handicapping yourself. Like running to the end of my leash and then coming back to be like, are you guys still following me? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if you're a fast walker, it's literally almost impossible to slow down that much. It feels, no. It feels I, like you're not moving. I was harming myself to try and keep pace with these people. The only way I could do it was to wear shoes that I can barely walk in. Yeah. It's so embarrassing for That's them. so bad. For them, yeah. Yeah. It's bad. <clears throat> anyway, should we talk about stuff? Yeah, oh, let's talk about so stuff. Bad. It's like yesterday. Guys, you... You, you, you don't know the this. Lost the lost episode. The lost The episode we recorded yesterday was so funny. I d- I, you guys can't even understand how funny it was. <laughs> you sound like you're really, being sarcastic. It was really but... funny. It was. It was. <laughs> it <funny>. was. <laughs> <laughs> so several videos of people have been going viral of them dancing to the song High Hopes by Panic at the Distro mm-hmm. in support of Pete Buttigieg's campaign, supposedly. Yeah. So this started because there was a video of, like, some sort of, like, Mayor Pete, like, meeting type thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they did, like, lunchtime Zumba to this song, and then everybody was clowning on the people that did it, but other people were like, oh, it's the campaign dance, but I feel like it wasn't supposed to be that serious. So the first people weren't the people at the Iowa State Fair or whatever, Mm -hmm. in the little matching Pete. So they adopted it and then used it as... Those people were campaigning for peace. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Interesting. The first video is, like, three people on, like, a stage in front of a projector in, like, a conference room. And it says, like, lunchtime. Like... I know I said this yesterday, but, like, the... 
the corporate myth that companies and organizations care about your health is so stupid and it's like it's, it's so like bad. oh let's like break up our 18 hours of meetings with like a 10 minute body break <laughs> a body break like what is this doing for me what's the worst thing you ever did in like a corporate office for like oh for like team building or something yeah or like a health awareness whatever either why am banned from government of canada recreational lunchtime soccer (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that for for undisclosed reasons um (laughs) they don't want you to have fun that's that's what it was it had nothing to do with me spitting at a man um, <laughs> I would say that the worst, let me think, they made us do like lots of obstacle, okay, so, <laughs> what? after the same job, they made us, we had like an employee beach day or something, but they started, it, it used to be a whole day, okay. okay, the first year I started, then the second year I started, it was just the afternoon, okay, then the third year that I started, uh, you had to fit it into like a long lunch break. Okay. Yeah, but they made us all go to a beach. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Or like not a long lunch break, like kind of like, it's like, oh, everybody's leaving an hour and a half early, but then you're expected to be at the festivities for... Two hours or whatever. Some, yeah. yeah, so like you start at 3.30 and then it's like, okay, but this is going to go to like 7. Because otherwise, why are we going to a park and you're setting up obstacle courses and you have games for us and stuff, right? Oh, God, yeah. You would, like, do it in teams. And one of them was, like, you had to pass an orange to, like, a clementine from your neck. To the other person's neck. To the next person's neck. Yeah. Disgusting game designed by perverts. (laughs) Not appropriate for use in workplace icebreaking activities. They should not have chosen that game. No. Because, I mean, like, I know a lot of team building activities because I worked in outdoor ed for a long time. And we Mm -hmm. would get corporate groups that would come out. And it's like, okay, at least you're outsourcing this to someone. Because otherwise it's fucking weird, right? If one of your coworkers is, like, organizing it, it's like, Mm -hmm. outsource it. And people would come to these things, and I always felt bad for them, because I'm like, none of these people want to be here. Mm -hmm. They don't want to listen to a 20-year-old explain the activity. They don't take me seriously. I don't respect them. (laughs) Mm -mm. Why are we playing this game? You're like, look at these losers in their khakis. They're gonna run, they're gonna weave through a bunch of pylons. Fucking losers. Literally, and then they're like, look at this 20-year-old. I bet she's never even been to university. What does she make? $11 an hour? And I'm like, mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) They also made, on that same day, they made us do trivia. And I was like, okay, maybe this will be fun. And then it was trivia that was about the branch of the government of Canada no, that we worked for. Because uh, yes. I was like, you would have killed that. Yes. Uh, not in that case. They people. were like, how many people worked in this department? It was like 84, 76, or 92. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to kill my... I I was so mad about that. I was like, I was like, this is the one day we're supposed to quote unquote, take our minds off work and have fun. And you're making us do work pay- place, work based games 
As if we're not already being forced to hang out with our coworkers and we're not even being paid right now. Again, shell out some money and outsource the trivia. There's companies that will do that for you. God. It harmed me so much. That is that's Plus so we had to harmful. pay in we had to pay in order to get like potluck food. What? It was the worst stuff. The fuck? I know. And they didn't give us any money for the Christmas party either. Oh my god. It's kind of funny to think about like World War II thing, you know. Our World War One <coughs> starting over like <coughs> <coughs> Never mind. Okay. I'm not supposed to do this rough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not meant to. Hold <laughs> on. Yeah. That's gross. Mike Tamafi's doing some good tweets lately. Yeah. I love when dogs have different colored eyes and cats have cancer. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, they've been doing a little Pete Buttigieg hand jive all over the internet. Very People embarrassing. Were, it's very embarrassing. People were making fun of it and saying that it was lame. And then the comeback for that was that it actually it's accessible. Which is, like, just the the happiest accident of the people who work for Pete Buttigieg, right? Yeah, it definitely wasn't intentional. No, it's, like, no, these people are just, like, only no forehand emotions. <laughs> these people are just working out of, like, the crossing guards fucking handbook. That's, <laughs> that's all they have. <laughs> it's not like there was a think tank and they were, like, how can we design an embarrassing dance <laughs> that people in wheelchairs can do too. <laughs> we want them to be able to degrade themselves as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people who turned off these, this dance have only seen three movies and it's uh, Grease 1, Grease 2, and Grease 3. <laughs> Born to hand jive, baby. <laughs> Born to hand job. Okay, um, What about Born to hand job and it's only for the fellas? <laughs> What about born to hand job and you have like a genetic gift, which is that you have extremely strong forearms, really good grip strength, <laughs> just you're just brutalizing the dick with your extremely strong hands. <laughs> Man, the craziest thing is like. You ever go to the gym and see people do, I'm not counting like made up exercises, which is my absolute favorite thing, or people who go to the gym to do stuff that isn't like athletic, but they don't have space for at home. Oh yeah, like they're stretching. Yeah, and they're like screaming when they're stretching for some reason. There's always like a guy with like a bald ponytail, it's like ass crack is showing and he's stretching his calves and just screaming. (laughs) You're so right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you used to work at the Y, so you know exactly what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> um, you know, there's a guy used to come to my gym and just do, like, hacky sack. And one time, I went up to him, and I was like, so is this, like, a warm-up for something, or is this just what you do? And he was like, no, I just come here to hacky sack. And I was like, cool. And he was like, why? And I was like, oh, I just think it's cool. <laughs> I'm being a cunt, but I was just genuinely curious. <laughs> I just think it's cool. <laughs> is that okay? 
No, like, I was specifically <laughs> talking about people working out, like, weird muscles. Oh, like, guys yeah. were, like, specifically... Specifically, training your calves is weird, but, like, it's not nearly as bad as, like, training your little forearms with the thing where you, Twist. you roll up the row. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you're holding a weight, like, facing in, and then you, like, like pronate your arm out, like, uh, like and you're, like, exercising your, like, rotator cuff. Yeah, you're, you're getting the, that arm wrestling. Yeah. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Strength. When I was in high school, I dated this guy who was such a bro that he was specifically training only his forearms in preparation for an arm wrestling Stop. tournament. That's I know real. it is real. Yep. <laughs> I had a really bad string of dating girls who only did yoga. Okay. Like they wouldn't go to the gym. Like they would only do yoga. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not really exercising if you're only doing yoga. <laughs> Yeah, well, going to the gym is about being fit. Doing yoga is about... Being ugly. No! (laughs) It's about being skinny. Okay, true. And posting pictures of yourself standing on your head. Okay, true. They were all skinny. Yes, of course. True. (laughs) But they all tried to get me to do yoga, Mm. which I refuse. I'm not good at it. Okay, that's fair. So... (laughs) It's good, just like somebody has to fill the role in that relationship. It's nice of you to step up. (laughs) Every relationship is one person who does yoga and one person that hates yoga for no reason. Yeah. And I'm happy to fill that role. Yeah. It's just like how I hate paddleboarding for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Do you like paddleboarding yoga then because it cancels out? No, I hate paddleboarding yoga. Because it combines two things that I don't like more than anything. Hear me out. I've said this before. My brother is so good at taking Instagram photos for people because he dated a girl who was obsessed with making him take pictures of her doing paddleboard yoga. Ugh. (laughs) My ex, who was really into yoga, got into paddleboard yoga. Mm -hmm. And she was like, it's good because it's like you're working out, but you're also doing yoga. And I was like, or you could just work out and do yoga. seems like a lot of work it's not like you're working out i'm not saying it's not hard yeah i know it didn't i was like this isn't this is a very elaborate and expensive way to look stupid and probably like catch hepatitis c from the rito canal literally so she fell in the canal once and i was like okay go get tested (laughs) (laughs) i fell in the canal in 2011 but how was that for you not bad. Mm-hmm. I have my phone in my pocket. <gasps> no. Yeah. Um, also, it was Canada Day, and a bunch of tourists laughed at me. Oh I my cr- god! I cried. Were you drunk? No. Oh. Was no. that work? No. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> I was stone sober. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. I think if I fell in the Rideau Canal, I would immediately get a UTI, a yeast <clears throat> infection. All my piercings would get infected. Yeah. And my asthma would act up. Okay. All at the same time. I think I'm just, like, extremely hearty because I just, like, <laughs> ate so many worms as a child. Probably. So, I didn't... I don't think I had any immediate health problems. That's good. <laughs> I haven't grown a third arm yet. Um, There's still time. It's only been no, eight years. <laughs> I hate telling people. I, I, I mean, to be fair, I almost went in the harbor for, like, $100 one time. So, I mean, how's that really any different than joining the Rideau Canal that by seems for free? Yeah. 
I know the harbor is gross, but... It is less bad because it's a bitter body of water. It's a bigger body of water. Theoretically, there's some movement. Uh, so there was money involved. Though. Yeah. Dude, I hate to say this, but you know how I talked about the pussy soap at Lush? Mm-hmm. I found a face wash today that smells like fish. Ew. Literally, I was like, what is this? Dude, people who are making natural products need to be stopped. Okay, Mike, tell me this crazy story. I think I told you this about this girl that he knows who's like a really big hippie and she uses lemon wedges yeah. to deodorize her armpits. And then she made like an Instagram story one time about how someone ate one of the lemon wedges that she was rubbing on her armpits. <sighs> Anyways, that's the type of bitch that works at Lush. <laughs> so gross. I just don't like natural products. It's like, okay, we have modern science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's ruin the environment because there's no way I'm putting oatmeal on my head. <laughs> Unless someone else does it for you, right? I appreciate the low waste aspect of it. That's like the, the main thing, I think. Mm-hmm. I just don't trust the... Soap and stuff, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, because who's using soap when they shower anyways? Uh, Right? It's just a thing you have there in case other people come over and then they're like... Yeah, exactly. There's no one bathe here and you're like, of course. Of course I do. No, we just rinse. This is a rinsing only household. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's the verdict on the Pete dance? I can't say his last name and I never will. Um... I think I would have respected them if they did it to I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. <laughs> of course. Duh. It's just gay. It is gay. And it's like... It's like, we get it, you watched Glee, and now you're working for a gay mayor. Yeah. Like, I get it, you cried at Queer Eye. <laughs> like, you watched Drag Race. White gays. <laughs> Are a disease. <laughs> I just, like, I think there are just a lot of people who shouldn't dance. Yeah. I feel like we've been forced to see too many politicians dance since the advent of social media. That's true. And Who's danced? Hillary? Uh, Ocasio-Tortez, but like to be fair, that was a cringe video that was like released from when she was a teenager. And it was kind of funny. So it's, <laughs> it's not really her fault. We all do embarrassing things in our youth. Although it did have yeah. very high production value for something that was filmed <laughs> when she was like 18. 18. Yeah. Um... I don't know. They've all did. They've all whipped. I feel like Kamala Harris is dance. She has. Right at the beginning of her campaign. Yeah. And it's like, here's the thing that's not relatable. Is that you can walk through your life and mostly not ever have to see other people dance. Especially not middle-aged people. Yeah. Like unless you're at a wedding or something. Yeah. And then even then... A lot of people just can just avert your just eyes. Just opt out. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing about going to a wedding is seeing older, drunk people dance. It's always so disturbing. Yeah. I'm like, why are you all horny? Ew. Right? Yeah. It's just like your uncles do. It's like just like lassoing everyone. Yeah. He's just out the air lassoing. He's just going fucking crazy. Yeah. And some like older, drunk woman is like shaking her ass. Every time. You know, we all, we've all been there. We've all seen it. <laughs> and it's disturbing. 
Yeah, when people do things like that, they're not thinking about people like me who, um, like, I don't drink anymore, so I have to see all of this stuff in high definition. They're not thinking about how their actions harm other people. Exactly. Yeah. I get so, my face gets, like, hot when I see other people doing stuff that I would be embarrassed about doing. (laughs) Secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. It's why I don't like watching people bomb. Mm Mm-hmm. If it's my friends, like, obviously I don't like watching them bomb, but at least I feel, like, sympathetic. I don't feel, like, that mix of, like... You should quit. Shame and, like, hatred. <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever. Um, but it, it's just, like, you know, you get, like, the just immediate flush. Yeah. That's why I go to the bathroom during a lot of people's sets. Yeah. If you don't smoke, but you're thinking about trying comedy, you should start smoking, honestly. Seriously. You need a reason to leave sometimes. <laughs> really bad. So, Justin Trudeau met with Doug Ford this week, and apparently they just talked about all the things that they had in common. Like, it went really well, which is, like, again, really just unsurprising to me in the fact that people are... Shocked. <laughs> shocked is like, I think means they think that the conservative party is further away from the liberal party than it actually is. Yeah, I don't know what people think is going on. Well, I think that they just have like shared class interests and it's in, we talked about this, <laughs> we talked about this yesterday, like everything on the podcast. <laughs> um, All right. <laughs> but, sorry. In Ontario, like it's so, it's so waspy. People do care about respectability politics. Definitely. Basically. So it plays well for Doug Ford to act cordially with Justin Trudeau, his opposition, because his voters and his constituents don't want to see him looking rough around the edges, even though like he is a Ford. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and even, like, centrists in Ontario, like, people who voted liberal would be, like, really, like, they're going to be more impressed with them being civil with each other than they would feel proud of them not getting along. You know what I mean? Like, they'll they'll be like, oh, maybe Ford isn't really that bad. Yeah, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. It makes him look better to centrists as well. Yeah. In Ontario. Exactly. They're like, oh, maybe you can put a lost coat on an old boot or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> they're very, like, appearance focused. What they want isn't necessarily, like, dissimilar. They probably have a lot more in common, even outside of politics, than you would think, because they're really just figureheads that are representing something that is appealing or relatable. To, a to their voter base. I know that that's yeah. what a lot of politicians are, but specifically Justin Trudeau and Doug Ford are both like that. Like, everybody knows... <laughs> everyone has a Doug Ford figure. Yeah. In their life. You know what I mean? Like, we're thinking about this, like, Rob Ford. Obviously, Doug Ford's brother was mayor of Toronto and famously really fucked up, got caught, smoking track, <laughs> and being up to all sorts of... Uh, various ne'er-do-well type of thing. <laughs> it's just like, I was thinking about this. It's just like how all your uncles are kind of stupid, but one of them is especially stupid. 
Yeah, Rob Ford is just the really stupid one. The really stupid one. Yeah. So it's not it makes like, the other ones look better. Exactly. It's not like Dud Ford is... I do think he's probably a smart guy. Yeah. People are really underestimating how many, like, balding, fat, red-faced, cheap beer type of guys there are. Yeah. In Ontario, outside of the metropolitan centers like Toronto and Ottawa. Definitely. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the reason that he even has power right now is because that's something that people feel comforted by in a way. Mm-hmm. It's familiar to a lot of people. And, you know, people who are voting for Justin Trudeau are kind of, like, looking for the same thing. Almost it's like, oh, this guy's like, he's like the smartest cousin in your family. You know what I mean? You know how all your cousins are idiots, but one of them is prettier and, like, got into a good school because his parents are rich? Yeah. It's just that. And your parents are like, why don't, why can't you be a teacher like Justin? Yeah. And you're like, Justin's a nerd, mom. (laughs) He's not even that smart. (laughs) I used to think he was cool, but now I realize he brushes his hair way too much for a man. (laughs) I think that the difference between like conservatism uh, or the conservative party, at least in Ontario versus like in other provinces also is that like Ontario has so much money. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, more of an upper-middle-class province. People can understand why someone like Doug Ford would get along with Justin Trudeau. And it, they want that, and it makes sense for them. Yeah, that they that's what they want to see. Exactly. Versus, like, so the Saskatchewan premier met with Justin Trudeau a week earlier, Stop Mo, And he apparently left in a half was really angry and he said he didn't think that they would ever find anything that they could agree on. Um, But I think that that is aesthetically important to conservative voters that are in, exactly, that are in Western Canada because I think that the, the fervor of the hatred for Justin Trudeau is much stronger. Yeah out there amongst conservatives so I think that in order to gain your voter base's trust you have to be vocally in direct opposition to the prime minister yeah it's it's very performative Mm -hmm. either way it's all about presenting the image that your voter base wants in order to keep your position yeah, and I, I don't know, maybe Stop Mo does hate Justin Trudeau. I w- imagine that Stop Mo is being more authentic in his performance of hating Justin Trudeau than and Rob I've... Ford is in his performance yeah. of liking Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Possibly. It's hard to know, but uh, yeah. I would think perhaps. Or yeah. maybe... I don't uh, think he's a very likable guy, to be honest. I don't no. really see him and Doug Ford getting along. But honestly... Um, maybe neither of those people even really care that much about politics and they're just having little rich people chills. True. <laughs> little little rich people chills. You know? Yeah. They're like, my boat is 60 feet. And then they're like, ah, oh, my boat is 64 feet. Ha ha. It's very like George Bush <laughs> and Ellen DeGeneres going to a baseball game. Yeah, of course. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Why wouldn't they get along? Yeah. These people are, are not going to be disenfranchised by any political decision that no. gets made. <laughs> it's like, who else are they going to hang out with? What the fuck? Not you. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau, of course they can agree on... Some stuff, yeah. On stuff. I'm sure they agree on most things, but the difference is the way that they have to represent what they, quote, believe in to the people who they want to vote for them. How they're going to spin it. Exactly. And also, they've already worked together. Mm-hmm. Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau have already worked together for, what, like two years? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> why would they hate each other now? <laughs> Doug Ford's campaign motto, I'm not Rob. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. the crazy inventor who's gonna save us all please elon ship us off to mars after climate collapse daddy tesla (laughs) has invented uh the ugliest truck ever it's so ugly i know it looks like a like a rectangle yeah it looks like a child drew a car yeah the funniest thing was that i watched a video where they were talking about how unbreakable the glass was, <laughs> and Elon Musk throws a rock at the front window, and it breaks, and he's like, oh, maybe I threw that one a little bit too strong, and then he throws a rock at the back window, and it breaks, too. <laughs> I, I don't understand how, why they posted the video. Like, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't... It seems weird that he wouldn't have been in charge of the footage. Yeah, that's so stupid. I think they thought it was funny. It is. It is is funny, but, like, it makes him look like a huge idiot. Like, what even is Unbreakable Glass? Isn't that just plastic? Honestly, I I don't know. I think I told you about this, but when I was in first year university, my mom sent me a, a bowl that was supposed to be Unbreakable, and I was like, let's see about that. And then I frisbeed it at a cement wall. <laughs> um, and then I had to sweep it up while I was trying and everyone was laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually think it wouldn't break? Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course. It said it wouldn't. I don't know. If it hadn't broken, would you have thrown it again? Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It honestly, it looks like. Okay, I'm gonna let you guys in on a little piece of insider info. Not a lot of people know this about me, but when I was seven years old, I drew a picture of a hamster driving a race car. <laughs> And I sent it into a TV channel and it won a contest. And then they sent me a build your own remote control solar car. And um, as the designer of the new Tesla truck, (laughs) (laughs) I stand by what I did. No, it's literally, it literally looks looks like a child's drawing. Yes. Okay. I have a question about this hamster in a race car. Mm -hmm. Was he wearing a helmet? Absolutely, safety first. And a scarf, so you could tell he was going fast. (laughs) I love that. So, guys, listen. You really need to give your children every opportunity that you can to express themselves, because you never know when someone's childhood drawing is going to be turned into a really ugly truck. (laughs) It's just like... 
Okay, here's the problem with design. Okay, let's get into this. What's yeah. the problem with design? Uh, listen, I already just told you I w- literally won a contest. So <laughs> I'm uniquely I'm, I'm uniquely qualified to talk about this. Um, people are trying so hard to make something different mm-hmm. that people think is cool and talk about that they do that at the price of making things that are in order to make something that's different um and like creative they make something so ugly yeah it's like the nissan cube i hate the cube it's just a hearse yeah it's literally just a hearse that comes in more colors than black it's like that phone that folds in half but lengthwise yes i hate it and it's like the re you're not coming up with something that nobody has ever thought of you're Um, just doing a bad job it's just that this is so ugly that nobody else would have ever thought it was a good idea to make it you just have too much money because it wasn't yeah what are people doing drawing driving nissan cubes are they cheap (laughs) i don't think so okay i don't get it because it's not like it has that much space in it either Really? Not really. Okay, what else is really ugly that should have never been made? Besides me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, let me think about that. That's a good question. There's definitely stuff. Oh. Puggles. Oh my god, I used to have one. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. What was its name? Finnegan. And Did one it, time... Was it fucked up? Yeah, he looked ugly as hell. Um, <laughs> but I loved him. That was my childhood dog. Um, one, time, <laughs> one time we were walking him, and this guy pulled over his car and was like, hey, have you ever entered that dog in an ugly dog contest? And my mom was like, fuck you. That's my family pet. Go fuck yourself. Keep driving. True. <laughs> and she was walking with me and my brother, and we were like seven and four. Whatever. <laughs> You needed to hear it. Honestly, I would do the absolute same thing if someone pulled over their car to tell me my dog was ugly. Imagine. That's not a real wiener dog. Fuck you. (laughs) Keep driving. (laughs) You know how the inventor of the Labradoodle said that they were nature's mistake? Yes. It's like that. My favorite news item of 2019. (laughs) My absolute He's right there. They're the worst. Yeah, they're so ill-behaved. It's crazy that we're in 2019 and people are still Frankensteining. Yeah. Haven't they learned yet? Can you imagine he's just in the dog-cum lab? <laughs> he doesn't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, he's about, what he's about to make. It's like the opening credits of Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things that should but have been invented. But with dodges. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I'm kidding. Which one's the mean one? The green one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Which one Just am kidding. I? Your bubbles. Okay. Because she cries all the time. <laughs> 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 I just get so mad. I, I, okay, maybe the Tesla car is actually good. 
Okay. Maybe it's I who was wrong. (laughs) Reframe, reframe. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like really... It's not promoting function over form, though. Mm -mm. I would be totally fine if cars looked like just something that a kid drew on a paper. Like, if cars were just rectangular like they were in, like, the 60s and 70s. Because... They were good cars. That was just, like, the most functional way to put together a car. Yeah. Like, that that would make sense and be fine to me, but, like... This car doesn't even work. Like, I don't care what cars look like, obviously. like. Well, that's why nothing's ever going to beat a Ford Focus or a Honda Civic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'll just be, the best car. I'll be driving just like a small little dead car. Until, I literally say this all the time, but if I won the lottery tomorrow, well, first of all, I would keep the car I have now. But if I didn't have a car, I would just buy like a Honda Civic that had like good air conditioning. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> satellite radio maybe <laughs> it's not that i love honda sevens it's just that i lost my virginity in the back seat of one and i'm still feeling really nostalgic <laughs> that's hot <laughs> is it <laughs> i don't know you know what i was thinking about today what house parties are only good in high school yeah like nothing is more fun than like a house party when you're 16 okay at the risk of aging myself here yeah I'm going to raise you that house parties are still fun as long as it's not, like, a party party. You just have, like, less people. Yeah. And you only invite people you really like. Oh, absolutely. And you only let them bring someone if you kind of think the person will be cool. Yeah, or if you know the person or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So I had so much fun, like, a few weeks ago, like, carving pumpkins. And it was just, like, me and my boyfriend, my one friend, and, like, my two brothers. <laughs> yeah. I know that's not, like, a party. Yeah, that's But, fun. like, 12 people or something. That's a party. That's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about high school house parties recently because, like, somebody always breaks the printer and then everybody has to, like... Why are you always printing things? <laughs> I said somebody always breaks the printer. I'm not, okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not noting I'm not noting whether or not I'm not admitting to the fact that I was the specific drunk person who was trying to use the printer. Okay? I'm not admitting to that. Something at a party. Printing party! Well, I guess you never, Everybody bring I, your ink I guess you don't know how to party. It's like I'm going down to the basement and people are like, what are you doing down there? And I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm just using your printer to print off my assignment. <laughs> this is your parents' house, right? Is there like a home office in here? Okay, no? Anyway, so you're at a party. You just have the printer on the, the printer. table in your undeveloped basement. That's cool too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about Someone it. Someone always the printer. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not me. But then you're at school on Monday and uh, the person who threw the party is like, everyone has to give me $5 because the printer broke or whatever. You know? And everyone's like, shit. Yeah. No. She's, she's crowdfunding getting a new printer so her parents won't know that she had a party. <laughs> Your common theme in your life. <laughs> Listen, we're sitting right in 
in front of my printer right now. I you know, know how important this is to me. I'm sorry. Because I hate trees. I just really hate trees. One time I went to a party in high school, and this girl was like, Everybody has to give me $5 on the way in. And I was like, why? And she's like, in case something breaks, if you don't break anything before you leave, you get your $5 back. Okay. <laughs> bitch, is your house a club? <laughs> I know. I was I'm like, stressed. bitch, it's not my problem if you invite whack people to your party that break stuff. Put <laughs> your true. shit away. <laughs> I'm gonna like... What if I was... Okay, what if, what if I was a Dom? But I only expected pay- I only accepted payment in like inkjet cartridges. <laughs> Printer party, everyone bring your ink cartridge. Yeah, it's like a key party. Exactly. <laughs> if someone gets your printer cartridge, you have to print off their printer. <laughs> Stop it. You know, I think about wife swapping all the time. Um, <laughs> now that I'm married, uh, right. <laughs> I just I don't know anyone that's married. That's like, mm-hmm. that I'm. That's like our age. Yeah. Even, even people that I'm friends with that are like older than me. I know two people that I was friends with in high school that are married. Right. And now, but you're not but really. I said this, um, but one of them was Mormon and the other one just like got pregnant by her like 35 year old Starbucks manager. So it's like, what do you do? Yeah. You know? Um, you, you make your way to the pawn shop. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would want to swap with people because, like, other people's boyfriends are ugly. Yeah. Husbands, too. I have to to assume probably even worse. Yeah. Are people's... No. People's husbands are hotter than than people's people's boyfriends. Yeah. You're right. You know They're hotter because they're locked down. Yeah, but also arguably higher quality mates, not to be a Jordan Peterson, get locked down. Yeah, that's true. But I, even if like someone is like comparably attractive, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, they're just dating. Anything could happen. Right. Engaged ain't married. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was also thinking about high school house parties recently because this guy came to a comedy show and I was like where do I recognize that guy from? And I was like, oh my god. That guy was like 24 and used to come to like grade 10 and 11 parties and like try to make out with girls. Oh my god. Yeah, Andrew Lassard, name and shame. I remember when this happened. I was there the night. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was gross. Yeah, he was my friend's manager at fucking Rogers. It's always the manager. I know. It's like how I went to high school with a girl Mm -hmm. that broke up with the girl that she was dating Mm -hmm. like two months before prom and then brought her 35-year-old Boston pizza manager to prom. Honestly, it's kind of flex. He was not cute. (laughs) (laughs) Can you... But like, what's going through your head if you're 35 and you're at prom? You're a pedophile. Okay. Okay. All right. It's the only option at that point. If you're going through with it, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of a funny bit, but I guess it's not if you're like a 35-year-old man. It's a funny bit for the girl to do. It's not a funny bit for the guy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. The best house party I ever went to in high school is also the worst one because my friend got drugged Mm. and she was outside lying in the grass in a public park, like a hundred meters away from the house. Mm. And she was like, 
tripping balls mm-hmm. and the only way I could get her to calm down was because she kept telling me to call my ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and she was like get your ex-girlfriend to come out here I'll feel better if she comes out here they didn't even like each other so she oh. comes outside and mm-hmm. then my friend is like you guys need to get back together and I was like oh my god I'm trying to fucking help you right now crazy. <laughs> you're ruining my life <laughs> At the party with the Rogers manager that I'm thinking about, and also the broken printer, um, someone also hid a honey ham, like a a ham roast, (laughs) somewhere in the house, and like I graduated high school, and there were like two big mysteries when I graduated high school that no one ever solved right right and number one was who hit the ham okay never mind who broke the printer that's nothing that for anyone to worry about is that, do you, my question is do you know the answers to the mysteries i don't know who hit the ham who broke the printer i can't say <laughs> <laughs> what was the second mystery um, who went through all my Facebook profile pictures and tagged me as Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits and what did they mean by that? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> we'll never what know. Po- what could it possibly mean? I still, I still don't know if it's a compliment or an insult or if it was just someone who smoked way too much weed. I don't think it was a compliment or an insult. I think it just was. <laughs> you know? Okay, this is like Buddhist Sophie. <laughs> okay, uh, should we talk about the internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Okay, I've become embroiled in a, a, an international affair, mm-hmm. which is that everyone on the internet is getting really ma- angry at me because I said rice sucks. Well, it does. Here's the thing. It's not racist. (laughs) You just don't like it. I just don't like rice. And I know that that's a controversial opinion, but it's like, objectively, a food isn't good if you can't eat it on its own. Okay. So, like, if you're eating just white rice, even with just, like, salt and pepper or something on it, like, that's gross. What other foods can you not eat? I, I eat almost everything. So this is a very, okay. difficult, very difficult question. <laughs> you just question. really don't like rice. Yeah, well, even when I think about it, I'm like, okay, I would even eat most vegetables just on their own. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like, put butter on it. It's like everything is delicious if you put butter on it, obviously. True. Apples. And even rice isn't even delicious if you put butter on it. It's, it's just passable. edible. Yeah. I just think that a lot of people eat rice, so it's not racist. No, and also, like, it's like, okay, I don't like it, but there, there are just lots of... And then people are like, oh, it's like broke people food. And it's like, okay, well, there's lots of broke people foods. Yeah. Like, calorie for calorie, dollar for dollar, you can probably get, like, beans, pasta... You're getting more nutrients from both of those things also. Yeah. Pasta has 10 grams of protein per serving. Really? Yes. I didn't realize it was that high. And more fiber than rice, too. Yeah, of course. I just... I don't know. I've genuinely never liked rice. 
Potatoes aren't more nutritious, but they taste better. <laughs> They're more vitamin rich. Yeah. Vitamin and mineral wise, not nutrient, but mm-hmm. yeah. Wild rice is dead. Wild rice slaps. Yeah. Especially in like a cold salad. It's like crunchy. <coughs> yeah, it's more dynamic, right? Like. Yeah, and then people are like, oh, this is a white tape. It's like, well. Is it? I don't know. Lots of white people. <laughs> Every time I've eaten rice, it's been at someone, some like white person's house. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I don't feel like it's an exclusively ethnic food. No. You know? And it's just like crazy that people get so angry about like, it's like, this is the, this is the hottest date. Rice sucks. I'm joking. Oh, okay. Keep going. Sorry. No, it's okay. Are you okay? Do you want some water? Um, yeah. Thanks. Protein shakes. It's good for both of us to choke Mm -hmm. in the episode. That's what makes it fun and dynamic. Yeah. The thing is, we're risking our lives every time we record this podcast. That's actually true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have to walk over a bridge to get here. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Do you remember (laughs) I got in trouble I, with all my coworkers. <laughs> I think about it every time. <laughs> okay, so I used to work really close to... I live in Gatineau now, like, on the Quebec side, and there's... Ottawa and Gatineau, for people that aren't local heads, are separated by a river, and there's three bridges. Four bridges? Four. Four bridges that you can take to get between the two. Um, I used to <laughs> work in Gatineau, and I, w- I would always complain that I would be held up getting home if someone was trying to commit suicide on one of the bridges. <laughs> and my, my coworkers were like, well, that's not very nice. And I was like, well, objectively, like, you're probably not even going to be successful. No, it's not high enough. yourself or- if you jump off one of those bridges. So, like, they're just not even choosing, like, the right thing to jump off of. Like, they're not choosing the, the right way and they were like well what do you mean and I was like well if your goal is to commit suicide why would you choose like an ineffective method method why wouldn't you choose a way that's actually gonna kill you yeah you probably just break a leg when you hit the water yeah it's not shallow enough or Mm -hmm. high enough you know what I mean like the distance is too short for the depth of the water yeah you're just gonna have a bad time yeah if you jump I don't think you're gonna get seriously injured you're probably gonna get bruised up yeah, like, you might fuck yourself up, but I don't think you're gonna die. No. So. Plus, it's Not like, okay, it. you're really bringing too many people into your performance of your mental illness right now. If you're gonna hold up a whole bridge full of people who are just trying to get home from their jobs. Stop being performatively <laughs> mentally ill on the bridge. <laughs> if you wanted to actually kill yourself, you'd find something taller. That's why I was Carleton like, campus exists. I was like, people need to find something taller with a harder bottom. Everyone I worked with was like, what? You're right. Like, I don't want them to die. I just want them to... <laughs> Make it quick. Achieve their goal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have a beef this way? I do. Um, I mean, listen, guys. I just want to say that I just feel like all gay porn is bad. Okay. It's just not good. And lesbian porn. I'm talking about both. Let's just be clear here. Everyone in gay and lesbian porn is hairless. Yes. Which is a huge problem for me. Big problem for me, personally. Because it's like, we already know they're not real lesbians. Yeah. 
and they all have like bad French manicures, which is really distracting. It's like a square tip. I'm like, okay, round it out a little bit. It's not the <laughs> length, it's the shape. <laughs> Nobody has any body hair. I think I could find gay porn hot, but I don't like conventionally attractive dudes that are like. I don't like abs. Yeah. I don't like tans. I don't like a shaved or waxed chest. Ugh. No pubes. That honestly all makes me just ill. Yeah, gay porn is like, I mean, at least they know how to fuck, but like, lesbian porn is like, no one knows how to fuck. Yeah. Nobody has pubic hair. Yeah. Everyone has a French manicure. <laughs> no pubes is so distracting. I think it's so weird that people don't have pubes still in porn. Even though I think... I don't know if this is true or not. Somebody let me know about the divide of this. I think that most people that are our age... It's gotta be 50-50 people who have pubes and people who don't. It's definitely 50-50 and, like, it's fine either way. But it's weird that most people in porn don't because you would think that they would want to better represent the... Well, I mean, clearly they're not representing people that look like anything. You know what I mean? But it's crazy to even assume that, like, even let's say that all porn is, like, a shot for the the male gaze, which is obviously very stupid, um, because there are just as many girls watching porn, except for me. I don't watch porn. I don't either, for the record. I've never seen porn. Nope. Me neither. Except for, um the first porn I ever saw, which was an accident, which was Sailor Moon just getting absolutely railed by Dartu. Okay, that explains a lot. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. (laughs) (laughs) It absolutely does. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I don't think that men prefer no pews. No. On the whole. That's, That's what I'm saying is like, I feel like it's pretty like, it could go either way. Yeah. So why would they... Maybe. Continue to per- it. Maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a personal thing, like like a sanitary thing. You know what I mean? But you're more likely to catch it to get an STI if you shave your pubes. That's true. You, you okay, have like true. open pores, right? Yeah. Or you can like tie yourself or whatever. Yeah. No. Good point. Right. But I think that it's probably just a, a signifier of what we think people like porn no what we think porn performers look like okay true so it just keep it perpetuates you know they all have the square tip french manicure they're just all, like hot but yeah they're all completely hairless <laughs> yeah they all have like dark eye makeup and like light lip gloss <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter what they all what look the, like franco ontarians which is they're right in their honor but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I, I agree with <laughs> I'd you. I'd like to see some pubes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so disturbing to watch queer porn and, like, no one fucks. What? Have you ever... Okay. Have I've I ever seen, watched, like... Like, feminist porn? No. It's it's disturbing. I'm in a completely <laughs> different way. I know you are, but you never know. Sometimes you see stuff by accident. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're straight... <laughs> um, it's like disturbing in a whole other way. Uh, did they don't fight? No, they do, but it's like gross. Cause it's like, I'm like, nobody in this video looks like they understand how to fuck. Okay. And it doesn't look like they have good sex in their, like they've ever had good sex. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm like, who are these like 
hack porn performers. <laughs> right, because like the division has to be, okay, I know that the, the central the central tenet of anyone who's doing sex work is that um, they're trying to make money to live. Of course. Right, but like Portland style porn performers aren't getting into porn because they think that they're hot and they're good at fucking. It's because they is want representation main, in porn. Which is why mainstream <laughs> porn performers or how they end up in the industry. In yeah. And then also because they need money, presumably. It's like, I need money These and I'm These people are, are good doing at it this. because uh, they think they're doing something like radical. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Which is committing ugly people to film, which has like never been seen before, right? <laughs> so I guess at least not in porn. <laughs> there are lots of ugly men in porn, to be fair, and I like it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not even like i don't know because i don't want to be like oh they're ugly but it's mm. just like why would you produce this yeah it's like very like more female prison guards it's like do we need better representation in porn yeah it's like it's, if I just porn's not for you then isn't it just not for you do we need to make porn for everyone I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm very like no, disturbed. no, it's okay. I'm just is it a right? I'm just really having to think about this. Um, I'm actually my porn consumption is actually more ethical than anyone's because normally when I watch porn, I just jack off to stuff that isn't actually porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We don't have to talk about this. <laughs> no, we're gonna touch all of this. That's yeah, fine. we are. <laughs> I guess my beef is just that I don't think we need to treat porn like more female prison guards, more female snipers situation. Okay. So we don't need more queer representation in porn. We don't need more representation of anything in porn. Okay. There's enough porn. There's there's enough porn. Okay. To quote Eric Andre, there's enough porn. (laughs) There's enough porn. Stop making it. Okay. He had an episode where he had like a porn star on a sh- who was it Asia Akira something like that, mm-hmm. and he was like he was like there's enough porn and she's like I don't think so and he's like I do there's there's enough porn and she's like I don't think there's enough porn and he's like there is. <laughs> I only like gay porn uh, or when I like read it by accident. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I have this thing where I would never actually set out to read erotic fiction. But if it's there. But I've been reading fiction recently, which is, like, new for me. It's just that my brain is already so full of so much information that um, I just get to fill it with little fun stories now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you get to. And, yeah. <laughs> they said you were allowed. Everyone's like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take a break. <laughs> um, but then a lot of these these authors, these godless authors, um, sneak little sexy parts into their into their books. And I, I was recently reading like a, a book of short stories and by all indigenous authors. It's called Read, Listen, Tell. It's really good. But the thing about indigenous storytelling is that the ending doesn't have to go with the beginning of the story at all. Okay. And it can be like... It doesn't have to follow like a story arc type. 
situation? No, it's like it can build and build and build and build and then just end. <laughs> Which is like very dissatisfying as a reader, but also it made sense because that's just like the conventions of like traditional storytelling. Yeah, it makes Sometimes sense. they have like a, a denouement and like a, you know, yeah. a, a follow a traditional hero's journey or whatever. But, um, like, the example that I always use is there's, like, there's a story about, like, a little girl who goes and, like, picks torn for her mom every day. And she goes and she goes and she picks torn and her mom makes food with the torn. And then um, when she she goes and there's no torn left, so then she just drowns herself in the lake. Logical. And it's like, okay, now she's a sea monster. <laughs> and her lesson is don't overpit the torn. <laughs> And you're like, right, okay. In this book of short stories that I was reading, there's like, even in some of the more modern stories, they like use that convention. So I was like reading this story and it's about like a young reporter who's doing like a local beat and he's like a young indigenous guy and he picks up a guy who's illegally fighting for money as a hitchhiker. And then it's kind of this, like, nice story about them building an unlikely friendship. And then just in the last paragraph, they share a bed in a hotel room and the reporter gets a reach around and then he just gets fucked in the ass. Nice. And I was like, okay, now I'm horny. (laughs) Great. I was not I, how I plan on spending my afternoon. Literally, okay. Literally not. I was just on my stomach on the rug in front of a fire in the middle of nowhere, and I was like, "Great, perfect." <laughs> um, and that's the way gay porn should be. It should be a surprise, and it should be in writing, not unconsensual. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that on that trade womack i think whatever dm me if you want to know what the story is <laughs> okay except for i already gave away the ending so never mind <laughs> <laughs> anyways um do you have a dumb bitch of the week i do okay let's go it's time for dumb bitch of, of the, the week. week so my dumb bitch from last week mm-hmm. as we know was a local Mm-hmm. She showed up to my comedy show on Sunday mm-hmm. without telling me, mm-hmm. didn't talk to me, mm-hmm. left immediately, and then messaged me on Instagram after. And she said, great show. And I was like, glad you enjoyed it. And then she was like, uh, I meant to find you after and ask where I could pay for the show. I didn't know where to put my money, so she didn't pay for this show. <laughs> Also, I wanted to give you a hug and ask you to hang out sometime. You're so hard to read, but, like, do you want to get to know me? So I answered her. Yesterday when we recorded this, I read this, and I had not answered her, but I did. And I said, all good. I don't think they were charging last night. I have to be honest. I find your behavior to be quite excessive, and I need to be clear that I'm not interested in you romantically. And she responded. Mm -hmm. She said, cool, thanks for letting me know, smiley face. I just want to say, I've rejected this girl three times. Yeah. Thank God I finally let her know. It's crazy that she's coming, she's showing up to your stuff and then she's like, 
you're so hard to read. It's like, no, I've the signals have been loud and clear. Like, I'm not interested in you. At all. That was really clear. Like, that was dread of you. I think you handled it well, but... Well, I was like, I just have to fucking... Yeah, just come out and say it. You can't... Clearly, just dodging it isn't gonna... Yeah. ...work with this person. <laughs> uh, that's how you catch a block. You done blocked her? Yeah, now. Okay. Now that yeah. I... <laughs> She's done. From my story. Yeah. It's so weird to come to a show. It's like, I never get mad if somebody wants to come to a show, but it's like, just message me and tell me you're coming. Because mm-hmm. if I see you there and it doesn't seem like it was like an accident. It's weird. It's kind of weird, but I mean, like, that's fine. Like, come through. Yeah. Um, but then it, if you come to the show, don't tell me you're coming. Come to the show. Don't talk to me at the show and then message me afterwards. That's like the holy trinity of things you shouldn't do if you don't want to really scare me. Yeah, it's like... It's so creepy. If you show up and you go to the mm-hmm. show but you don't talk to me and then you don't message me about it, that's fine. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's like, I okay, get you it. You just wanted to come to a show. I get it. You hate my jokes. You hate me. You yeah. hate my side. You hate everything I've ever done. That's fine. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise it's like, okay, this is kind of getting into like inappropriate behavior territory. I had to block so many people for my Instagram story because they were just showing up to stuff uh, yeah. stuff every time I was promoting a show. Yeah. And then being fucking weird. Exactly, yeah. Even worse. Of course, I love when people come to shows, but you can kind of tell when someone's... <laughs> Not there for the right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. To me, something that's almost worse than showing up and like not talking to me mm-hmm. is not telling me that you're coming mm-hmm. and then showing up and trying to talk to me the whole time. Yeah. It's like, I'm working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Please let me do my little six minutes. Yeah. I need to focus without being on bothered my six by minutes. You. Listen, I'm working really hard on jokes about putting whisks up my ass over here. Hooping whisks. Hooping whisks. <laughs> Boofing whisks. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, I wasn't emotionally prepared for this. No, definitely not. And then also it's like, sometimes depending on what the show is, it's like, I, okay, I don't always feel like being there. And the thing about comedy, unlike other jobs, is you can show up looking like shit if you want to. Yeah, of course. If it's not like a big show. Yeah. Um, And even if it is a big show and you're a man. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> right, so if I, someone I knew was coming, it's like, okay, well, I might have bothered to brush my hair. Brush my hair. <laughs> you know? No, of course. Maybe. <laughs> or it's like, maybe I have something else going on, and I actually need to leave right after my set. Yeah. And the producer knows, mm-hmm. but now I'm going to feel weird. Yeah, definitely. Right? Or it's like, maybe you shouldn't come to the show because I didn't tell you to come because it's going to be a bad show. Also that. I'm going to be great. Let's take this out of the way. I'm going to be great, but like maybe the show's going to be bad. Sometimes I have to promote a show because mm-hmm. I'm friends with the person who's running it, even though it's bad. Yeah. And I have to post about it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you should come. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. Like if I'm only posting it on Facebook, mm-hmm. it's a bad show, don't come. <laughs> if I'm posting it on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook, come through if you want. If I'm posting it on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, 
come to the show. Okay, fair enough. Does that make sense? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Do you have a dumb bitch? Yeah, um, the star's just been messaging me, like, every day to ask me what happened to my mouth. Happened since when? I don't know. I think he just looks like, he thinks my mouth looks like there's something wrong with it. He's like, can I take a look at that for you? Yeah, he's like, what's wrong with your mouth? My dick isn't in it. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Every day? Like, frequently. Very frequently. That's so weird. Yeah, like, four or five or six times in the last like couple weeks oh my god i know that's weird I'm just commenting on my pictures too what's wrong with your mouth what's wrong with your mouth block him yeah i love that like insult type guys always try to and like insult type girls always try <laughs> to insult me by saying that like i look like I, i've had a lot of work done or like being like ah, i can flock that you have lip fillers and it's like okay people used to think that they were constantly flocking that i have lip fillers before i had lip fillers when you didn't so it really doesn't, so it mean, doesn't anything. mean anything to me yeah it just means that's your go-to insult yeah and how is that an insult it's not it's like okay cool are sorry, you mad because you're poor sorry but yeah <laughs> Sorry, I'm irresponsible with my money and you're not. <laughs> Literally. It's called being hot. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hot people aren't irresponsible with their money and that's just the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry if you don't like it, but... I, yeah, it's just not an insult at all. No. I'm like, oh, wow, you taught me. I care about what I look like, like everybody else on the fucking planet. You're not better than me because you don't care about what you look like. Or because, I'm you, sure you, do. Or because you pretend you don't care what you look like. Okay, true. Mm. Yeah. Because everybody cares. Well, some people, some people don't, don't, but, but like, they look really bad. But they don't attack other people's appearances. Yeah, because they don't care. Yes, of course. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Those people have huge brains. I'm jealous of them. Okay. <laughs> Should we do some tweets of the week? Yeah. Okay. I got one. Mm-hmm. Okay. This tweet is from Peyton mm-hmm. at P-E-Y-T-N- H-A-A-G. Okay. I love being added to people's private stories. Like, oh, I'm gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes the people who have me on their close friends surprises me. Me too. I'm like, what? Like, but then you don't like, realize maybe they just the think green. I'm not a snitch. Yeah, or you know what I think it is sometimes? It's like this person would think this is funny. Yeah, because a lot of the time when I'm posting on my close friend story, like, I'm just trying to be funny. Exactly. Me too. So it's like, yeah. but it's like, I don't want to do the joke for everybody. I accidentally <laughs> posted on, uh, plus it's like, sometimes I want to like talk to my friends, but I don't want them to feel pressured to respond. So you post it. Yeah. So friends. Friends. On my Me too. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally, I've done this a, full, a few times, but I accidentally posted something that was for my close friends on like my meme, but it wasn't really that, that bad. What was yours? I was like, I love it when my boyfriend goes and plays his little guitar in the other room so I can listen to my Epstein book in peace. I thought that was supposed to be on your private story, and then I saw it was public, and I was like, go off. (laughs) But I was like, whatever. I was being crazy, and then I didn't delete it when I realized. Good. One time I tried to post something to my private story, but it actually went to my main. Mm -hmm. It was a picture of my hole. (laughs) 
I'm kidding. Um, but every time I try to post my private story, I accidentally post it to public for like two seconds before I realize every single time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a tweet. Okay. I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Do you actually? Mm-hmm. Okay, my tweet is from Tame Impala Poundstone at S Lennon underscore. And they said, asking the Uber driver for the ox tour and playing my audiobook about the troubles in Northern Ireland. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? The shit slaps. Yo, yo, hand me the ox. (laughs) You ready for some fire? I do feel kind of funny when I'm like working out to like an audiobook or something. Oh my god. It's not. (laughs) That iron. Conducive to the activity. It's like. Listening to an audiobook is more appropriate for like folding laundry or walking somewhere, doing the dishes. Yeah. I won't listen to a podcast in the shower. I don't listen to anything in the shower. I do sometimes. But it's because I don't shower, so. Right. I I do if I'm showering before I. (laughs) You just wipe yourself with a paper towel. I just get like, I just kind of of, like wet like a seal and then I just, I just try to stay that way. Like kind of semi-permanently, you know? Like a slug? (laughs) You don't understand I'm from (laughs) Labrador. I listen to music in the shower if I have to go somewhere. Like I'm showering before a show or like whatever to psych myself up. Right. You know? Yeah. Because otherwise so I, I get tired. music in the car. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hopefully this was a dead replacement episode. It's n- You guys are never going to know how dead the other one was. Fuck. It was so dead. Ugh. Sophie revealed so many secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. the one that revealed secrets. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway.